Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! That's the word, a word up. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Cam Stewart here, George Kurtz. George isn't working nine to five. He's working eight till two. That's George's new weekend shift, the grinder. We're going to call you the grinder, George. We call you Colonel Kurtz, General Kurtz, the grinder. George, uh, the weekend, doing lots and lots of lots of duty, baby. That's what you are, George. The perfect, perfect utility guy. You got a problem called George Kurtz. Uh, and speaking of problems for fantasy owners, by the way, some news and notes here today. Oh, D. Gordon nice. is out of the lineup with the groin injury. And Carnassian is back in, so good and bad with uh, Seattle there. Uh, Brian Johnson was supposed to start tomorrow for Boston Red Sox. He was actually placed on the IL today, so he's not starting. They haven't announced who is as of yet. The Minnesota Twins, uh, DFA Tyler Austin, ex-Yankee. Nelson Cruz out of the lineup again today for Minnesota. No injury there, but he's a DH. They're playing in the National League ballpark. I guess they don't trust him in the outfield. I kind of thought they would because it's Philadelphia, small ballpark. Not like, a, not like you'd have to do a lot of running, and he did play some outfield in spring training. And Rosario, uh, Eddie Rosario is also out. So no Cruz, no Rosario, no D. Gordon. We do get Edwin Encarnacion, Johnson to the IL, Tyler Austin to the, well, <laughs> don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what uh, we, do we got uh, complete lineups for s- some of the early games, George, for, for most of the stuff? Uh, the 110 action, they got to be up, up by now, correct? Yeah, we have complete lines from most of the early games here. KC, Detroit, Washington Nationals, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Lines are all complete for those games and several of the 2 o'clocks as well. We're not going to get the 4 o'clocks, I don't no. think yet. I'm looking now. Uh, this is Seattle versus Chicago, yes. Minnesota, Philadelphia, yes. San Diego, St. Louis, yes. So we don't, we don't have the 4 o'clocks. We have everything but the 4 o'clocks and on. Yeah, yeah. So, so there he is. Good stuff, George. I like that too. So nothing, nothing crazy when you're looking at the lineups. No, nothing for the DFS players. Whatever. Any notable things that we have to go through before we put our lineups together looks pretty uh, par for the course. No, nothing too crazy except for Encarnacion is in. That's good news for if you're a Cle- if you're a Cleveland uh, better, right? Uh, that's that's pretty good. More well, power. the Mets are always playing games with their lineups, right? We uh, because they have play. I mean, Jeff McNeil is out again today. I don't understand this. This kid getting hit. Might, you might want to keep him in your lineup, but they put him in uh, J.D. Davis is batting fourth today. So I'm not a big fan of that. I understand Corbin's a left-hander, and that's probably what, what the excuse is. But I like seeing these guys play. Keon Broxton's playing center field uh, for the Mets today, if, uh, if that's something you dig. You dig it, yeah. So dig what are we going to uh, yeah, dig it? What are we going to do uh, with these games, George? We'll go through the, th- through the rest of them. We haven't really had uh, strong, strong, strong opinions on anything right now because, you know, what? that's what we're doing. We have a couple leans. We're playing it safe, but nothing's really jumping off the page. Let's get to those uh, National League games. Then we'll hit the interleague. So 110 early starts. Uh, we got uh, uh, welcome, Matt. Stephen Matt's welcome. And uh, Phil Corbin going for the Nationals. Minus 135, Washington at the Mets. Uh, Washington on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 125. Mats, plus one and a half, minus 45 there. And the total, very low at seven, but uh, it, uh, interesting there. What do you think about this game? Are you worth uh, taking a shot with wel- welcome Mats as a dog, or what do you think? Mats versus Corbin. Uh, it's, it's a game I am intrigued about, starting in about an hour here, that I will be watching during the, uh, I guess, the, the end of our show. Boo-hoo. Uh, <laughs> All right, now, uh, I'm listening. Uh, 
you know, the Mets, uh, I don't know, maybe they slept the walk through opening day because of P-Gate, of what was going on with Dominic Smith, had to wait, the, the plane had to hold up an hour. Now, does an hour really make a difference, by the way? Really? No. If you got an extra hour of sleep, you'd feel better? And yeah. this happens to Major League teams all the time, by the way, where they, gotta, they get out late, and they have to get in late, and they have a, a day game the next day. This happens all the time. So I'm not buying this as far as, uh, that's why the Mets slept walk on Thursday. I think it had more to do with, hey, Strasburg was pitching, and he actually pitched well this time. Yeah, you know, he was poor in his first start versus the Mets, and he was much better here. And I think that's what made the Mets sleepwalk through the game was Strasburg, not the uh, the time they got in here. So I think it's interesting. Um, you know, Corbin, I think he was overpaid during the offseason. You know, Dan Schaffer mentioned it this morning, and I agree with him. I do think he was overpaid, but I think he ended up being the best free agent pitcher that was out there. And, hey, this is what happened, especially when he signed early. So good for him. It works out. I think there's going to be some run scored today, but not – no, a lot. That being said, I, I think, Cam, I've been wrong on this Mets-Washington every over-under so far. Everyone. I'm always so going stay, the wrong so direction. So you're going to stay away. Stay away from it. No, I'm not. I'm oh. not staying away. I, I'm going back to the world, Dan. It's seven. The over-under is seven. I'm going the I, – it's, it's not going to be a high dollar amount. Uh, okay. It'll be no more than maybe you know 20, the, 20 $30, $30 at most. You know what they say, George? The definition of insanity is uh, doing the yeah, same doing thing the same over, over, over and over again. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what? Yeah. I'm, I'm insane, too, because the next game on the board, I'm taking Cincinnati with Tanner Rourke against Williams. I've seen this problem before. Tonight, they win. Me and you, me and Colonel, we're both insane. Give me the Reds plus 100. <laughs> Pittsburgh's minus 120. I'm going with the Reds today. Put that in your pipe and smoke it because I'm stupid and crazy, too, George. You know, they also say those who don't uh, recognize history are doomed to repeat it. Correct. Just let you know that. All right. Any, anybody else want to come up with some sayings yeah, here? You ch- check both boxes for, for me. You're going on the, uh, yeah, you can't hit a, hit a total with these guys. And I've been betting the Reds of the week. It's the only team that's killing me. But actually, I, I, I do feel that it's a good situation for them tonight against Williams. And uh, they're a small dog. So what do, you, do you have an opinion of this game? I think you're going to pass. I am going to pass. Roark had a great spring up until his last start, then his first start this year. It didn't go well either. He's a guy I'm interested in Roark, and I always picked him up. Uh, I think I did as you know a late uh, draftee in some leagues, and he's available in a couple of my leagues. I'm thinking about grabbing him, but uh, I don't know. Oh, the line just changed, by the way. I don't know why. It did? Uh, to, on my site, yeah, it's literally just changed. I'm so staring who? at it right now. Cincinnati. I don't know. I don't I, I didn't see the difference. I just saw that they have a change here. It's, it's the yeah, box the color. highlighted. Yeah, the box got highlighted. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Well, I see I see Pittsburgh uh, minus 120. Is that what you got there, George? Yes. Yeah, yeah. One, minus 120 plus 100 for Cincinnati. I think, I think uh, a little bit of money coming in on the Reds then. I think you're probably right. Uh, I think that's the direction. I would expect you're right there. The Reds are, have a much bigger following than the Pirates do, and there's no reason otherwise to bet on the Reds. All the you know, this is a block game as far as baseball is concerned. Yes, and they, they are updating the line because it just the money line just got changed to minus 105, minus 125. Ooh. So this uh, spread is changing here. Yeah, so the, I wonder if the over under is going to change too. Not that I would Good. take any of that. But uh, I always wonder why. You know, it is because uh, oh, I'd well, I can now, tell you what it oh. is. It's actually yeah. The line went from one twenty to one twenty five. People are smashing Pittsburgh. Perfect. Now, now I like Cincinnati even more. I'm getting five cents instead of even money. I'll take it. It's on my card, George. But, uh, I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, maybe me left. Uh, I always wonder that when I see the line changing, does that mean because I think of it differently uh, as a player not playing? You know, did something happen? Yeah. Here? Yeah, that's, it could be, that, it could be what, a lot of things. It could be a lot of things. Right. You're right, though. Like, when the line changes, so if it goes, I think this line opened up at 15 cents, Pittsburgh, went to 20, now 25. So late steam, either somebody, like, with big money hit it at the book because they feel Cincinnati can't hit. They haven't scored a run in their three games, but that's not going to last forever. Or Cincinnati has a problem with their lineup or Pittsburgh's lineup looks good. That's the only way the, a line would change 10 cents that uh, quick there. So I got to believe uh, somebody maybe is out for Cincinnati or, or somebody really likes the Pirates. That's the only way would go up like that yeah i haven't heard anything so i think it is probably a big money player or big money just came in here because i don't as all the news notes i just went through none were on this game not yet and i will check again but that's how that's how my mind works whenever i see a line change like this i'm like uh oh who got hurt and is he on my team it's a good way (laughs) well it's a good way to look at you got a lot of fantasy uh, baseball uh dividends and investments right so you you need to be you know you're you're on top of things early and uh can you believe though george i don't don't want to we'll go through the rest of the board uh Green from the Tigers. He's got five saves already. You know, in my home league, uh, I lost uh, Corey Knebel. And Green's out there. 
Yeah. You know, Green's out there, and so's Holland, and I'm probably going to have to grab him. Uh, I know. I know what's going to happen. I'll grab him. He won't have five saves now for the rest of the year. So uh, it'll be – because he's a guy who I think is going to get traded by the deadline. And let's face it, he, he won't be a closer for a new team. He'll be a you know, setup man. So yeah. I, I think the Tigers are going to look to move him once they get younger players, prospects, whatever they can get, blah, blah, blah. But uh, he's a guy – even bad closes on bad teams, they're going to save 30 games. Generally, generally the way it works. But I, I don't think he'll have the job the uh, full season. I think that'll be the issue there. Another little new, news to note, Byron Buxton is back in the lineup for the Minnesota Twins. It's good. We'll get to that game in a bit. I'm, I'm betting Minnesota today. It's too much value, but uh, that's in the interleague board. Uh, so Cincinnati and the Pirates, 135 Eastern, Rourke and Williams. I'm on Cincinnati. George is uh, showing restraint. He's a little bit smarter than I am, and he's going to pass on a game that could be a dog's breakfast. Next game, we got uh, Paddock and Waka, 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 Michael Waka, and the Cardinals laying 25 cents against the Padres. The Padres, we talked about it, George. Good young team. Came back to win yesterday feeling pretty good about themselves plus one and a half minus 95 Padres minus one and a half plus 165 and the Cardinals are favored in the money line laying 25 cents over under seven and a half Paddock and Waka I really don't have an opinion but I'm very uh, happy the way the Padres are playing right now it's nice to see the young guys producing and this team has a little bit of a bounce in their step they're becoming a fun team to watch because of what you said, the young players, uh, Tatis, you know, I, I know my child's not young, but him going there, Paddock, Lachese, I mean, this has become a fun team to watch here. And their minor, their minor league system is really good. And I mean really good. This team, the Dodgers, Rockies, Diamondbacks, they're not going to be happy with this team in a couple of years, uh, maybe even next year. Because if they keep infusing this team with some free agent here and there, and they let their young players come up with those young players, not every young player is going to hit. And I don't mean by hit as in base. I mean hit as in be good. Not every young player will do that. But if, if majority do, this is a team to watch out for as far as your next big team in, uh, I agree. in baseball. I'd be afraid of them. Uh, I really would here. As for today's game, uh, it's another game I'm not uh, – listen, there's 15 games today. You know, plus there's 15 hockey games today. I am, yeah. I'm going to bet yeah, the ones I want to bet. I'm not going <laughs> to. It's a huge We day. haven't even got to the hockey board yet. We're just. We're, we're, it's 30 games. I know. It's awesome. Actually, I think there's a lot of advantages in hockey, and we'll talk about that as the show progresses because a lot of these home teams that are crap are going to want to go out on a, a positive note. So it's going to be, uh, I think, a very. People say this is the worst time to bet. I disagree. I usually do my best uh, betting, like, at the end of the NFL season and stuff like that. You find advantages and uh, situations. Teams that have to win sometimes don't win. You get inflated numbers. It's a good way to play if you really, you know, you start thinking about it. And I find you get a lot of line value because of uh, perception a lot of the time, George. Agreed. Uh, agreed. You, you, if you, as long as you're paying attention, you can find out a lot of good things at the end here. But as for the Padres and Cardinals, another game I'm not going to touch. I want to watch this game. You know, 215, eh, I probably won't be able to see it. But uh, I really just hope that was a 4 o'clock start. Well, where, are you, where are you going? To get that chicken sandwich or uh, another? Uh, no, I, I got more leaves to do, bro. More leaves. God. More leaves. Uh, oh, it's, hey, it's not. I did. I did twenty-five bags last week. This leaves? is not twenty-five today. Maybe you done the Why they just came? They came back already. That, that was, was the, going on with that the was leaves? the back. That was the backyard. Oh, I did the backyard last. You live on a compound, Kurtz. I live on a. On the last house on a dead end. Oh, so man, all the leaves yeah. blow down wind my way. In, you know, yeah, the wind in Kurtz is back. The leaves are. Oh yeah, just piles and piles. I don't understand how I get it in the backyard. Though. My, my backyard is fenced in, and I have no trees on my property. You should do Not some one, America's Funniest Home the videos, like get your kids on like a little bike like plowing through the leaves and stuff like that. You should do some videos there. with the, That leaf pile was pretty big, man. Very impressive when I saw the picture on Twitter. Yeah, it, it won't be that today. There'll be no picture on Twitter. It won't be that big today, I don't think. Like I said, maybe eight to ten bags at most. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping. Okay. That's what I think. Yeah. Your over-under is usually 24 and a half. Now it's at eight and a half. It's, uh, it's gone down. The total's gone down. Listen, you want to hear me really, bitch? Catch me in uh, November when I got to do it the first time. That, and from the front yard when there'll be about 50 bags. That's when you'll really hear me. Uh, let's just say my kids can't work me that day because all I'm saying is four-letter words out there. Yeah, good news. I know you tell me, George, you don't drink. You don't have time to drink. You got kids and, like, leaves and projects and stuff to do. I'm glad you don't because uh, I don't know how the hell you'd get everything done during the day. So you made a good well, life you decision notice, everything there. I do is not during football season. <laughs> Because, you know, you can't get into football. It's just it's too busy for what we do. For so sure. I can't get much done during football season. But during baseball season, a little slower. I can I can get those projects done. Listen, I go, listen, you got a house, man. You got things to do. I still got to paint. My wife wants to paint the living room, which is going to be the living room from hell because it's a huge room. And now I got to clean out the attic, clean out my garage. I got things to do this summer. 
You got it. Yeah, I just I just don't do them. That's that's kind of the problem. What do we got here next there, Georgia? Oh, yeah, our, our, what we talked about, the struggling. Uh, couldn't care less about the Cubs struggling. Hamels and uh, Burns, Mr. Burns, excellent. Milwaukee, minus 130. Cubs, plus 110. Uh, Cubs uh, uh, run line, plus 1.5, minus 190. Milwaukee, minus 1.5, plus 160. And the total, 8.5. Uh, what do you think about this one? I went to the Brewers yesterday. I'm a little bit hesitant to go back again but i don't have a lot of faith in the cubs right now and hamels could get rocked but you just said it for me i have no faith in the cubs right now right, as i'm picking on a team that doesn't that can't get out of its own way right now brewers look like a very good team granted i don't trust their pitching staff either you know and burns could have some problems here but uh i'm going with the brewers and the over in this game this is a game i am going to uh pick on uh that i, I kind of like tonight it's a uh, more of a feeling I think Hamels could be okay, but that Brewers lineup is hot right now. It's just hot. It's smoking, and I think they're going to score some runs. So I like the uh, – I got eight and a half, so I'm going to take that, and I'm going to take the Brewers uh, minus uh, one and a half. Also, uh, was it minus 130? I'm taking this. Yeah, just take them – yeah, take, you, you, you could take them on the run line at minus one and a half and get a take back of plus 160 or just lay 30 cents on the money line. You don't have to dick around with them winning by two or more. Yeah, that, that's, that's that's the play. I'm gonna take the minus one thirty. I'm taking the yeah. uh, over eight and a half too. I think I think runs are gonna be put on the put on the board tonight. And once again, I think if, if you notice what my betting, I also like to bet when I know I'm gonna be watching the games. And uh, you know, this afternoon, that's just the way I am. I don't know if everyone's like that, but uh, I'm not betting too much in the afternoon games because I know man, eh, time I do what I gotta do. I'm probably back in ready to watch the games around six seven o'clock tonight. So that's what I plan on doing most of my uh, betting because I'm gonna be home watching the games. Yankees play tonight. Islanders play tonight, and uh, whatever games I watch, I'll have over three TVs going here watching the games. So that's when I'm more interested in betting because I know I'm gonna be there at home watching the games tonight because my feet are gonna be dead and I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, for me, it's kind of like I don't need to watch all the games because I usually, you know, I'm going to have multiple plays. And sometimes I watch the game, but if something goes a little bit squirrely, then I'll uh, I'll turn the channel and go back. But, George, as you know, I'm a little bit different. <laughs> just a wee bit. Yeah, just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Sometimes, hey, sometimes changing the channel is good. It worked for me with Virginia in the Final Four. I changed the channel. They're down two. They tie it up and win overtime. You know, it's su- stupid superstitions when it comes to gambling. I know. I know it's stupid. And we all have them. We all do. Stuff. Like, we're the same jersey when things work out, the same love seat, the same beverage. Well, we all do stupid stuff. Anyway, we'll get to the rest of the National League board. Marlins, big dog against Atlanta tonight. Should the Braves be that much of a favorite? Dodgers and Bueller versus Mr. Gray of the Rockies. And we'll get through the rest of the betting boards, too. Huge day in hockey. It's the weekend fantasy update with Colonel Kurtz and myself. We're back after a short break. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back, Weekend Fantasy Update. George Kurtz, turn around. Let's get in the backyard. Don't forget the rake. We got leave piles. 24 bags of low. Yeah, George, the colonel, he's bad to the bone. George Kurtz. George, you know what, buddy? I just, uh, I, I enjoy doing the show with you and hearing your stories about domestic bliss. And then I look around my house and go, wow, there's a hole in the wall. Why can't I be more like Kurtz? <laughs> you know, uh, during the commercial, I, t- I, t- I tend to check on my uh, kids and all. And now my oldest daughter is in the Ottoman, uh, and she's there with food. Well, that's, watching her videos on her phone. It's I'm like, start, it's, it, 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 what's going on here, George? It, there's, a, there's an ongoing theme. They're hiding from you. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thank, thank you so much. It's all good. Buddy. They're hiding from me, yeah. But the good news is the wife just came home with the uh, my youngest daughter, and they had to go to the store. And she, and she goes, "Hey, I'll bring you back a sandwich." Yeah, yeah, baby. I wish, uh, I'll take I wish somebody would bring me a sandwich. I really go for one right now. 
Nice roast beef, maybe some American Whoa. cheese, lettuce, tomato. Oh, mm. That sounds lovely. Nice. That does sound lovely. <laughs> we should do lovely. Every time we're doing it, it seems like we got a cooking show going on here too. We'll finish up the the baseball board here, George. Uh, I'm actually looking at uh, the the National League Saturday. We got the 7:20 start tonight. Marlins and Braves. I, I get it. The Braves are a good team, but laying 80 cents, Alcantara might be a nice little pooch tonight at plus 150 or 160 wherever you shop. Uh, Marlins even on the bun line, plus one and a half, only 40 cents. Braves minus one and a half, plus 120, total eight and a half. I'm not laying 80 cents with uh, right tonight. Right is wrong. There's no way I'm, I'm laying it. Alcantara is a very good pitcher. He was capable of shutting anybody down. Uh, this guy was quiet in the Marcelo Zuna deal. Maybe the one good deal Derek Jeter has made so far. Uh, not that he should have traded Ozuna, but if you had to make these trades, Ozuna, Stanton, Yelich, this might be the one where, in the end, you could say it's at least even the even way the Marlins win this with Alcantara. He could be that kind of pitcher. He could be their, their Jose Fernandez. So uh, I like Alcantara a lot. That being said, he's young. You know, he pitched very well last time. Maybe he doesn't pitch that well this time. Maybe he's on a pitch count. Maybe he's on an innings count. You never know what these sorts of things. And then they get to that bullpen, you know, and then we have issues there. So that's the only thing I'm worried about here. I'm not touching this game because I think Alcantara is that guy. I'm actually more tempted to go with Miami. Yeah, I'm not tempted to go with Miami, right? I got 150. Yeah. Still good. So that's where I'm tempted. It's still good, but I, I wish it was a good. little higher. Yeah. But I, I, that's something... Yeah. If I can be tempted here, if I feel like uh, betting an extra game here, or if I don't feel like, uh, you know, maybe if I'm up money in the afternoon, you know, from what I do bet there, I might go Alcantara here and go with the, the over, uh, not the over, uh, go with uh, the plus 150 here on Miami. I think Miami is well worth the look as a dog. Getting 50 or 60 cents with Alcantara against Wright, I think is a very, very, uh, like when you talk about value plays on the board tonight, that is almost at the top of the list. Late game National League, 8-10 start. The Dodgers and their league leading, what did they had 21 home runs already, I think? Yeah, Dodgers have hit like 21 home runs. It's unbelievable. They're just raking so far this year with Bueller, good pitcher against Gray at home. I'm actually going to take a shot with Colorado at home to bounce back today. I wish I got more than five sense but Dodgers minus 125 Rockies plus 105 over under 10 flat I'm on the Rockies uh, George what do you think about this one I'm worried about this one Bueller did not pitch well his well, last start and I, I, think, I think he could get rocked I, I, today but Gray also had to come out of the game last start so I, I don't know I don't know if I trust either one of these guys right now they're both I guess, theoretically, they're both the aces for their teams. You want to say Kershaw is the ace for Los Angeles? All right, fine. But he's not there right now anyway. So I want to see Bueller pitch better, but, man, it is Coors. It is uh, the Rockies. You know, let's see what happens. Yeah, Rockies aren't playing that well. You know, they're not really playing that well at all. So I I want to say Colorado here, but I don't trust it. I just don't trust it. And I don't trust the over either because they're both capable of pitching well, even for Colorado. So it's another game. I want to. I, this is a game I want to watch on TV because I think it's fun, but I'm not betting it. Not right now anyway. I just don't have a feeling for it either way. I think Bullish uh, will rebound, but I just don't think this is the place to do it here. So no thank you. I'll pass. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm on Colorado. I think it's a good spot after losing yesterday. We'll see how that works out. Uh, Saturday, we got interleague ball, too. Uh, three three interleague uh, games here. We're going to start things off at 2.05 Eastern. The Twins and Phillies. Uh, Phillies with Arietta pitching against Pineda for the Twins. Phillies laying a buck fifty. Twins plus one thirty. Run line uh, Minnesota plus one and a half minus one fifty. Phillies minus one and a half plus thirty. Over under eight and a half. Same juice to net sense either way. I am on Minnesota with Pineda. I think that's too much of a price. Uh, boy hit for the cycle. Our, our boy uh, Jorge Polanco hitting for the cycle last night in a loss. I just think you're giving me thirty cents with a Twins team against Arietta. I'm on board. They're sitting some players here, the Twins. You know, you're, you're sitting, sitting Cruz, sitting Rosario. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind the, tw- uh, uh, the Twins here. I, I, actually, I know I can't. Uh, it's in a band box. I think Pineda is going to be good. I don't think he'll go very deep into the game. They're sort of building him back up. You know, to be a starting pitcher again, coming back off shoulder surgery here. I like the over in this game. I think both guys are going to get hit a little bit, although I don't love the over as much as I did maybe two hours ago before I saw the lineup. You know, and I realized all the players that are out for Minnesota here. I mentioned Buxton is back in. I guess I guess that's good news. Uh, but in that band box, I always lean towards the over here. 
Uh, I still sort of am here, but I'm has- this is one of those games over the next 90 minutes, I'm going to be going hedging back and forth. Do I want to put money on it? Do I not want to put money on it? And if I do, what, what amount will it be here? Arietta up and down as well here. I see. Once again, I'm. Hey, I mean, it just changed, by the way. Now it's uh, plus one thirty-five, minus one fifty-five. I, I love when we talk about the games and they change. That's good. Yeah, I like just, that. Just to, I like it too. Uh, a tough game for me. I said I'm leaning more towards the over here than anything else. Over, yeah, uh, yeah. I could, I could be talked in the over. I'm more of a sides man than a, than a, a total player. But I'm gonna go with the Twins. Yeah, eight and a half. We can get there. I think. Uh, yeah, in that pitching matchup, definitely we could see some runs. Four oh five star George. We got uh, Stanek and Tampa Bay against Samarja and the Giants. Giants are a train wreck. As we talk about Tampa Bay, they just keep on uh, ticking, keep on winning. Uh, low price for Tampa Bay. Very short price actually. I would have made this line about fifty cents, but Tampa Bay is only uh, minus a buck thirty. Giants plus one ten. Run line, Tampa Bay, minus one and a half, plus 130. Giants, plus one and a half, minus 50 at home, total seven. What do you think of this one? That's low price for it's, Tampa. They're too low. Stanek's your opener here. That's what is going on here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know I don't know who's pitching behind him yet. Uh, Giants are terrible. They're, they're a train wreck of a team. Uh, and that, once again, not surprising. That's what I expect them to be this season. I think they were uh, one of the worst teams in baseball. So they're a team I like to, uh, like to pick on. But as we've seen with Tampa Bay this week, sometimes they're going to win games 2-1 because they can't score at times either. And that'll concern me with them. So I'm not, I'm not going to touch the over under seven. I really will. I want to go over, but I think that's about right. I understand why they said it at seven. I'm not going to touch that. I do like Tampa Bay in the game. You know, Giants can't hit. Tampa Bay can a little bit. I think it says like a 3-2 final somewhere around there. So I'm, I will put something on Tampa Bay tonight. Or this, late this afternoon, I should say. Yeah, I hope it's not a trap line, George. It's almost too good to be true. So I'm going to tread, tread lightly with that one. I think that's a very, very low price. Like, how do you, in your right mind, just say, I'm taking the Giants at plus 10? Like, you almost need, like, about 30 cents to even consider it with Samarja there at home against a good Tampa Bay team. It's like, what? the Giants don't instill any confidence when you're betting. They're our team to bet on. Even if the, even if you think Samarja's the better pitcher, he's going to pitch well, they can't score. That's the thing. They just can't hit. And it's, it's so, I can't trust. I, I just love when they went out to Pilar, too. Pilar, Pilar, like, the Jays actually, I think the Jays fleeced the Giants in that deal. Like, Kevin Pilar's a good defensive player. He's he's not an offensive player. You know, he'll steal a couple bags. He's a great defensive he's player. He's a highlight he'll, guy. He'll make, he'll make a catch at the wall that'll be on uh, Sports Center. But the guy's not a, a hitter. I, think, I, I don't even know what the Giants are doing. Like, you need offense, and you go and get Kevin Pilar? Pff, that's just stupid. I can't. People you know, James like, oh, we lost Pilar, fan favorite. Yeah, but you got you got something for him. Like most teams would give you nothing for him. So thank you, thank you for getting a couple arms. It's actually a good as a move Yankee by fan, I'm glad he's gone. By the way, because he he robbed the Yankees of so many hits. So I'm glad to see it's him true. in the American League East. But uh, and he, he seemed to hit the Yankees as well. But you're right. I think what it comes down to is they weren't looking for a hitter. They were looking for an outfielder. Any outfielder, any breathing outfielder is what they needed here. And they took uh, Pilar. He was what's available. And I guess they didn't think the price was all that much. But I agree with you. I think the Jays won the deal. But uh, like I said, Yankee fan, enjoy. Enjoy San Fran. I'm glad you're gone. Yeah. And San Fran actually comes to Toronto in inter- interleague play, so he'll get a nice ovation. Definitely one of the fan favorites. Like Kevin Pillar, I would say, out of this new Jays team, is the most popular guy on it, hands down. And he's gone, and uh, it's a rebuild. Uh, last game of the night there, George, Saturday, 8, 10 p.m., we got David Price. Is the price right or wrong? It's been pretty It's been pretty wrong for Boston. If you're betting on these guys right now, you're uh, basically in a lot of trouble playing $100 units. You're almost out, like I think, like close to a grand right now. They've been horrible. A horrible start. Big favorites every game. Now, small favorite, David Price against uh, the Dreamweaver for uh, Arizona. Uh, Boston money line, 135. Arizona Diamondbacks, plus 15 cents. Run lines, Boston minus 1.5, plus 120. Diamondbacks, plus 1.5, minus 40. Nine is your over-under. Um, Boston could win, but I have no confidence in these guys right now. I'm going to probably just watch the game and see what happens, but uh, I think a lot of people will pull the trigger at price under 40 cents. I don't see how you can do that. <laughs> not unless you're a Red Sox fan. Uh, not that I think the Red Sox are going to lose the game, but I, you said it. How can you do this with any kind of confidence? They're not pitching at all. And Price is another guy. You know, Alex Cora may have screwed this up because he's another guy who didn't pitch his starters all that much in spring training. Now, I know Price had... Uh, it was ill at the end of spring training. 
you know, missed a couple of starts there. Maybe that's part of the problem for him, not the others, but for him. So uh, is he just really gaining up the steam now? Does he need a couple of starts here? Uh, once again, it's another game. <laughs> I kind of like the over. I think the runs are going to be scored here. It's in Arizona. I know the humidors uh, slowed things down, but what they score? 24 runs last night? So it wouldn't shock me if they can go over nine tonight. I don't even think that's really asking all that much. Red Sox are still hitting. I think they'll hit tonight. So I kind of like the over here much more than the game. Yeah, well, uh, the, the over is something to look at. Boston gives up runs. The Diamondbacks could hit nine. It seems like a high total, but I think we can get there in that game. So, yeah, that's uh, basically the baseball uh, board there, George. So early, I think I'm going to take a shot with uh, the Mets. Uh, uh, Steven Matz getting 10 cents, going to take a shot with Cincinnati getting 5 cents, and uh, yeah, Minnesota. So that's going to be my card early, and uh, the rest of the games where I'm looking at the Jays under as well. Let's get to uh, the hockey board too, man. It's uh, the last day, George. Are your favorite time of the year, though, playoff time right around the corner. We've been t- waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and uh, man, it's going to be a very, very exciting, lots of good matchups, but one more day to bet it, and we're trying to find some uh, interesting angles here. First game, 108. It's the early game and then uh, most of the games are later on at night Tampa Bay and Boston I hear Boston sitting a lot a lot of people in this game but uh, still laying 20 cents against Tampa Bay they don't need to do anything too basically you want to play this game and not get anybody hurt Tampa Bay uh, they're going to tie the record for most wins and you guys yeah. are Boston sitting everybody give me Tampa Bay give me the lightning I, I think they're going to win this game you going to give me a goal and a half too plus 100 sure I'll take that I'm, I'm going Tampa Bay here you like Tampa Bay, do you? So yeah, yeah so on the money line plus one hundred or, uh, yeah, it's funny. It's interesting how they do the spread. Uh, yeah, so they're plus one and a half, minus two seventy five. But you can find an alternative line. Like if you like Tampa Bay minus one and a half and get some real take back there. Over under the game six and a half. Do you like goals too, George? That one's a little tougher because you mentioned boys and sitting people. What if they, you know, it could be five nothing. You know, yeah. I, I think Tampa Bay wins the game. I think they win it easily, but I don't know if Boston shows up at all. I mean, that's my issue here. So I'm not going to take the over-under there, but I like Tampa Bay a whole lot. Like I said, I'm going to love games in which one team has something to play for and the other team not only has nothing but doesn't want to get anybody hurt. You know, because they're, they're playing for next week. They're playing for the playoffs. I think that's exactly what Boston's doing here. So I'm not going to take the over-under, but I love Tampa. I think, uh, yeah, but t- t- yeah. So, so you think they're actually going to play their asses off to try to get this record instead of just saying, you know what, let's just uh, get into the playoffs. You're, you're, you think the Lightning show up today and dummy these guys? I do, I do, I, I, I do. I think they want that record. It's what they've been playing for all season long, and now that they're close to it, I think they're going to they want to take it. Yeah, it's, I was just thinking about a revenge spot for Boston. Remember, they had a three-goal lead, and Tampa Bay came back and beat them. But, yeah, they're more worried about the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think worry about that in round two. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with that game. I'm going to see. I don't know. I, I, we'll, we'll see. Uh, 408, uh, we got uh, the Vancouver Canucks and St. Louis Blues. The Blues, though, they have something to play for. That's why this line is so big. Minus 265 for St. Louis at home. Vancouver, plus 215. Puck line, Blues, minus 1.5, plus 100. Canucks plus one and a half minus 120 over under in the game five and a half George Vancouver at St. Louis I think the Blues want to win and uh, do some damage and we'll see how the Jets and uh, Nashville do a little bit later yeah the problem is minus 265 damn it has to be parlayed yeah that, that's a lot I, I everything you said is correct I think the Blues once again I think they win the game they probably cover but it's too much for me to lay straight up there against the Vancouver Canucks, who have nothing to play for. For those wondering what the uh, Blues are playing for there, if they win, oh boy, it gets confusing. If they win and Nashville loses and Winnipeg loses or doesn't get two points, uh, they could uh, be first place. They still have a shot at it. Uh, what's going on there in that division is that Nashville has 98 points, Winnipeg and St. Louis 97. The problem is St. Louis loses a tiebreaker with almost all of them because St. Louis only has 44, uh, I guess they have 42 regulation overtime wins, 44 for Winnipeg, 42 also for Nashville. So this is a wild essential division tonight with all these teams here. But Nashville plays, what was it, Arizona tonight? Arizona, nothing to play for. You think they take care of business there? At least I think they do. I'm uh, sorry, Winnipeg plays Arizona. So you think Winnipeg takes care of business. I think Nashville plays Chicago. Chicago played last night and it's at home at Nashville. So I'm not so sure it matters here what the Blues do. But they play first, which I kind of like here. I do like them tonight, the, I should say this afternoon. But, man, tough me to bank on uh, with that spread, minus 265. I'm not doing it. 
Yeah, I'm not. I, I think I might parlay it with a couple things tonight, but right now it's kind of on the back burner. I'm going to sit and think about this one. I don't think Vancouver really has anything to play. The game's not at home. Their season's done. St. Louis is something to play for, but that's a steep, steep, steep price to be laying in a game, and St. Louis is still in the playoffs. So, yeah, I'm going to have to wait on this one. Columbus uh, and Ottawa, uh, last game before we get to the break there, Columbus laying 200 against Ottawa. Sign me up with Ottawa. Columbus barely beat the Rangers last night. They're in the playoffs. I, I'm, I'm, I might take the Senators at plus 170. I'm probably not going to touch this one either. I'm looking now to see if Columbus has announced their goalie tonight. It's Bobrovsky or Corpusalo, and they have not, although it looks like it's projected to be Bobrovsky, which I'm a little bit surprised about. I, you would think they think they could beat Ottawa with Corpusalo and give Bobrovsky some rest here. Because Columbus is one of those teams that they've abused Bobrovsky of late because they've had to do everything they can to get into the playoffs. So you would think they'd want to rest him for you know four or five days here. All right, now they're going to play him. But it's a game that I'm not going to touch. Yeah, it's, it, it's a tough game. You can't lay 200 with Carolina, Columbus, who barely beat the Rangers last night. Uh, it's steep price. We'll go through the rest of the board. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, Weekend Fantasy Update, betting DFS, and a whole lot more after a short break. Stay tuned, everybody. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Well, your attention is focused on the start of the MLB season and this weekend's college basketball Final Four. NFL teams are focusing on upcoming 2019 NFL Draft. And for serious fantasy football players, it's never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long betting, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Good value there. Yeah, help to help the, the lineup optimizers, the brains, throw it all into a supercomputer. And with your knowledge, it'll give you, uh, you know, guys that you should take. Uh, be like George Kurtz and be a, a DFS maven and kick some ass every day and win lots of money. Right, George? Well, I we'll hope so. No, no pressure on me there. Now, now I got to win lots of money today. You know, uh, so no, no pressure on me. Listen, I hope so. It'd be, be a nice ending to my day to cash in a little bit. So what uh, lineup or uh, I know we're going through the hockey board. What what uh, baseball uh, card are you doing? Are you going to do the early one with all the games or the 4 o'clock, late 2 o'clock? What are you doing uh, with your DFS? Or are you spreading it around buffet style? I do do a little bit of both. I will have an uh, an all game lineup. I will have a night lineup. You know, and when I say that, probably multiple. I don't know about have multiples all, but I'll have multiple nights because once again, that's when I'm going to be home. So I'm probably I'm planning on playing between four and six night lineups tonight. Uh, it'll depend on how, how I feel. I haven't gone through night lineups to make sure I have a uh, feel or I have enough players around. Because generally, I'm not going to have the same lineup of six games. I may have two of the same, but I like to have uh, little differences, and I have to make sure there are enough players I like to have those different lineups. Yeah, how do you? That's the thing. It's kind of like what I do when I I don't usually play multiple lineups for golf. I do. I usually play like three or four lineups, but I tend to keep one or two guys and then mix it around. You do the same thing, like you have your core and then blend, or sometimes you do totally different. Like that's the thing. I guess it depends. You have to look at the price, see how the puzzle comes together. But I would think you'd probably want like one or two guys core and then start filling and mixing and matching. It all depends on what I like. I mean, is there? It very likely could be, oh, I love this guy. He's in every one of my lineups. The price is too good, or the matchup is too good. He's going to be in every one of my uh, freaking lineups, and that does happen. You know, just the guys I just li- like too much. It's baseball, hockey. I build up from the, I build out from the pitcher on out, and my, uh, my top lineup is my top lineup, and that's the one I'm going to either play in the highest tournament or the most money, whatever it comes out to be. And 
if I really love my lineup, then I could play in a lot of uh, head-to-heads. If I think that line's going to kick some butt, so I uh, win money that way, I'll, I'll play a 50-50s, try and build up a bankroll here, and then some tournaments. It's just generally the way I do things. Tonight, like I said, I don't know too many uh, if I'm going to play too many day lineups, mainly because I'm not going to be around. You know, I know I'll be around. I'll just be outside. But uh, since I'm not going to be able to watch and pay attention to the games, I probably won't play as many. But tonight will be big. And tonight will definitely be big in the NHL as well. I want to get the last night of NHL regular season <laughs> hockey. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting. It's kind of good that that Tampa Bay-Boston card and Vancouver-St. Louis, like they're off the board. So we'll do uh, the 7 o'clock slate. We'll give you a couple guys to target tonight, some good value plays, and uh, you know, a couple guys that we like to set your lineup. So let's continue with the betting board right now. It's a big, big slate. We talk about a busy night in hockey. Last final day of the regular season. Baseball's packed as usual on the weekend. Great sports day. We also got the NCAA Final Four tomorrow. Uh, sorry, tonight. I need Virginia and Texas Tech. We'll hope for that. Uh, hopefully some more money in my pocket. I got uh, three out of the four teams in the Final Four, George. Not too bad. I wouldn't mind winning uh, a couple grand, me and my buddy. That'd be a good way to uh, cap off the weekend with uh, some some uh, serious, serious ducats in my pocket. I like that. That's a good way to cap off any weekend or any day. Yes. Uh, it's going to get expensive. I'm going to Vegas, too, so I can't go there with pennies. Her girlfriend's going to want to hit a steakhouse, an oyster bar. Like She likes to really, like, Give her down there, so yeah, I gotta. I, I need money. money. Anyway, let's get let's get to the card here. Yeah, see, see, now now I'm now I'm sweating, George. I'm thinking about all the money I'm going to spend in Vegas, uh, Columbus, Ottawa. We talked about. I'm not laying 200 with Columbus. I'm really giving Ottawa a long, hard look. Final home game tonight. Maybe they show up and get it done. I just don't trust Columbus at that price. Next game, very interesting too. So the 708 start. We got Carolina at Philadelphia. Uh, money line Carolina minus 145. Philadelphia plus 125. Uh, puck line. Line, minus one and a half plus 175 Carolina Philadelphia plus one and a half minus 210 over under six what do you think about the Flyers tonight are they worth a look there George in the final home game against Carolina uh, I mean they didn't, they didn't show up the other night and what they lost 7-3 to the Blues here but I think goals could be scored I think it's one thing I'm leaning towards here Flyers had nothing to play for it's just that final home game they want to put on a show in front of the fans here maybe yes maybe no Hurricanes uh, they do have something to play for because if they win and Pittsburgh loses, yeah, I know Pittsburgh's playing when they play in the Rangers, so that they're probably not going to lose. Yeah, but if they if they win, I would think not. But hey, weird things have happened, my friend. Oh, All right, weird things have happened. Definitely, I'm, gonna, definitely. I'm an Islander fan, so I'm hoping for this. If they win, Pittsburgh loses. Carolina would get the uh, Islanders in the first round. So uh, I do think Carolina shows up here, but I think goals are gonna, going to be scored here. I'm not feeling anything. I'm, I'm not betting the game here. Uh, because once again, I think I worry about human nature, Cam. Where Carolina, they know they're in. They've clinched. That's the thing. Do they? Do they still have that extra momentum? Do they I have that they fight do. to go for that extra seat? I don't think they do either. I think I might take so Philadelphia. Or and you like the over? I think Philadelphia. I, I like the, I, I like the over. Here's the thing: Philadelphia, sure. They 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 they, they shit the bed in that game against St. Louis. That was on the road. I look at a lot of these teams, their final home game. If you're going to show up, maybe it's like, sorry, fans, you know, we'll give you something to cheer for tonight. Uh, we disappointed you. They come out and, and show a little pride. I think a lot of those bad home teams are, are worth a look tonight. I think the Flyers might make my card. I haven't totally put it in, but this next one is definitely being bet. Buffalo uh, Buffalo at Detroit, 7.08 start. Uh, Detroit minus 120, Buffalo plus 100. Puck line, uh, Buffalo plus 1.5, minus 280. Detroit minus one and a half plus 230. I am all in on the Detroit Red Wings tonight. They already beat Buffalo in Buffalo, and now they're at home. I had 20 cents, a pickup situation. Give me Detroit. Yeah, the Buffalo's packed it in. They packed it in a while ago. Uh, I agree with you here. I'm picking Detroit as well. Uh, is it the Sabres? I wonder if uh, Phil Housley gets fired, the head coach. I, think, I don't think uh, he deserves he to. I think he did Probably some not. things, but I give him another year. I, you can't just – that's the thing. Like, it's it's hard. I know you got Eichel, you got Skinner, but your defense and goaltending has been horrible all year. Like, how many times have you watched a Sabres game where the defenseman, like, falls down and gives another guy a breakaway or makes a horrible play, gets picked off, scored shorthanded? Like, Buffalo – it's it's the defensive goaltending need a lot of work. That's not Phil Helsley can't go out there and play. Hell, he was a great player, but I give him another year, and if we see improvement, he sticks around. But that's that's the knee jerk reaction. Fire the coach. Well, I think somebody else is going to go in, in there and do a better job. It's the same damn players. Uh, <laughs> Will we see the Sabers get their act together, George? Never. They're really struggling, but I love Detroit tonight. Might be one of my favorite games on the board. 
The problem is uh, for the Sabres, uh, someone's going to take the blame. It's, it's, just, it's the way it works in sports. I know, right? Someone's got to take the blame. I know. And I think I wonder if Howie's going to be that guy. I don't think he deserves to be fired either. I think it is the you know, I don't think Al Arbor could coach this team any better. But I do think that uh, someone's going to take the uh, the blame, and it may end up being Phil Housley. Yeah, I I, I think you give him another chance. It's, it's oh, fire the coach, fire the coach. Buffalo's a bad hockey team. They need to give him one more year and see if they can make some improvements, despite Eichel being a stud. Next game, this is very, uh, uh, it would have been really cool. This would have been a huge game tonight. Imagine this, George, if Columbus loses to the Rangers and Toronto plays Montreal and Montreal needs to win. But Columbus has got that final playoff spot. Leafs at Montreal, straight pick, 10 cents either way. Puck line leaves plus one and a half, minus 280. Montreal minus one and a half, plus 230. Over, under six and a half. What do we do with this game? Montreal probably wants to beat Toronto down before they go to the playoffs, but tough game. I think the same as you. I think well, Montreal does want to beat Toronto down. Jake Muzzin's out tonight for Toronto, so not much of a defense there. Uh, I think Montreal does win the game. I'm not going to touch it. I don't think I have the guts to touch it. My, Toronto is the better team, and maybe Montreal is like they're, they're just down on themselves for not getting in, you know, really blowing a chance to make the playoffs here. So I, I can see that being true as well. But Toronto, I don't know if anyone's going to play tonight, at least anybody with much heart. So uh, mm, I, I want to bet the Canadians. I, I do. I might bet I Montreal. You know, it's a, it's a good spot for them at home. You know how much their fans love it to beat Toronto the final game. They'll show up. They're not going to lay an egg at home. If it was in Toronto, I'd I, I'd think different, but I think they show up at home, George. They they they, they, they got some pride. I'm leaning that way too. I just, I just don't know if I have the guts, or if I. It certainly won't be a lot, lot of money even if I do decide to uh, to bet it. Uh, Frederick Anderson is going to play for the Maple Leafs. Uh, I'm a little surprised here, but I guess they feel he needs to work. But here's the problem: it's not Carey Price in that. It's Charlie Lindgren. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's... Eh, eh. Now I know I'm not excellent, betting, by the way. Excellent point, George. Excellent point. If it was Carey Price, it'd be on the betting card. As I wrote down, I am just crossing it out. Eh, Montreal, no. Okay, I'm going to have to think about that one a little bit more. Yeah, with Price, I'm in. Lindgren, no thanks. Next game, George, your... New York Hockey Islanders in Washington to play the Capitals. Uh, money line, Capitals minus 125. Islanders plus 105. Puck line, Islanders plus 1.5, minus 255. Capitals minus 1.5, plus 205. Over, under 5.5. George, what do we do with this game? Islanders and Caps, tough one. It shouldn't be tough. Caps have nothing to play for, and hope he's not playing tonight. Hope he's going to play. So uh, that's always a signal to me that the team's even telling the players, listen, just don't get hurt, guys. All right, just don't just don't get hurt. Yeah, right, we we don't have anything to play for here. Islanders do have something to play for, any kind of point, and they'll host uh, most likely Pittsburgh in the first round next week. So that's that's all they need here. They need one whole point here, just get the overtime, and they uh, they host that that game next week. So I think the adrenaline should be flowing for the Islanders. They should win the game, you would think, because I don't think Washington has much to play for. That being said, Islanders can't score. They she does can't score, and it, even against uh, Copeland, against Washington, doesn't care. It still may come down to two one three two game for the Islanders. So and it may have to go to it does go to overtime for them to get that point. So uh, I'm not touching it, and the over under is five and a half, which damn, it's too low for me. So I'll be leaving this game alone. No touchy, George. No, you just uh, you, you know, okay, okay, George. Hey, that's George, the resident Islander. He's uh, saying uh, dangerous, dangerous. I I, I want to take a shot with the Islanders, but I'm with you. It's it's a very tough game. There's no need to reach. There's tons of tons of sports action today in baseball too. We got tons of tons of games. We don't have to just bet on every one. We'll just pick the ones that we like. New York Rangers played last night. Gave it their all at home against Columbus. Uh, forced overtime uh, loss. Was it sorry shootout? Right, George. There's a shootout there uh, last night. What yeah, we got shootout. here. Pittsburgh minus 310, Rangers plus 250, Rangers plus one and a half, plus 105, Pittsburgh minus one and a half, minus 125. I'm not laying 310, but this should be uh, easy as pie, you'd think, for, for Pittsburgh tonight, uh, six and a half, but at 310, no thanks. Parlayed or I got 320. Wow. I got 320. I feel the same as you. Uh, I think Pittsburgh takes care of business. I do, but I'm not laying 320. That's that's not happening here. Uh, I could be talked to the minus one twenty five on the money line uh, straight up. I could be yeah. talked into that. What you about know, the total? That's, uh, ugh. Six what if the range don't show high. at all? Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, and I, I assume Lundqvist plays tonight since uh, 
Gorgiev played last night. And Lundqvist against the Pittsburgh Penguins generally hasn't been so good. You know, things haven't gone well for him against the uh, Penguins there. And uh, Lundqvist is projected. Matt Murray will be a net for Pittsburgh. It's another game. I'm, I'll think about the minus 125. I will think about that. That's one thing I think I can go with here because I think Pittsburgh does win this game. I just want to get your take. Like Gabe and I were talking yesterday about like the goaltenders. I was like talking San Jose with Martin Jones and Calgary with the uh, Riddick and Sucks. Smith. Yeah, it's just that's the thing. Like I, I know Lundqvist costs a lot of money or something, but wouldn't it be like one of those teams? He's still much better than them. And I tell you, if Henrik Lundqvist was a San Jose Shark, I'd feel a hell of a lot better with this team actually going deep with uh, with Martin Jones. Like, are you surprised? Like, obviously he's probably going to end it with a Ranger, but could you see George like that addition to like one team that's really, really, really close and he goaltending Carolina would be another team like that with their goaltenders but you know he's probably gonna end everything as a ranger but uh I'll tell you if one thing Calgary and San Jose if you had him you're in a way better situation than without well two things come to mind here one there was a team at the deadline that inquired about Lundquist and they were told no he would not he, he doesn't want to go not to them he doesn't want to go anywhere yeah. So Lundquist Don't didn't worry. want to leave New York. Okay. Which is fine and good. If he, want, he wants to finish out his career, doesn't want to play for a winner, you know, didn't want to go for a chance for a cup, fine. Uh, my second point is, this is why the Western Conference is a freaking nightmare to speculate because name me a goaltender you trust. You already said it. Rich Smith with, Cal- with Calgary? No. no. Oh, Martin Jones? <laughs> no. No. Renee's been okay, but not great. Hellebuck hasn't been the same goalie as he was last year. All right, Bennington's played well, but, you know, now we're in the playoffs here. Different, uh, different animal. Mark Andre Fleury, I probably trust him uh, the most, but he's he just came back from injury. You know, yeah. Dallas Stars, Ben Bishop, Bishop same thing. Hurt. I, I trust him, but injury. So, so what who do you trust here? Bennington, but he's a kid. I'm gonna go with Fleury. I'll take Fleury with that team. Yeah, Vegas is stacked. That's the thing. I'm just saying. I when I look at the odds, though. And when they were out, and I'm getting the Blues at six to one or Dallas at twelve to one, I look, I look for something. I see value. St. Louis is the hottest team in the second half, and they play a defensive type of system. They can win a two to one, three to two style hockey game, right? And I, and I still see that with Dallas. That's the exact same way. You saw how good Dallas was on the road. They play perfect road games down the stretch. They look very, very good. If Ben Bishop was healthy, I'd smash them at twelve to one because I think they're dangerous. I get you where you're going with value, and that, that that's fine. My problem with for St. Louis is that. Man, you probably have to go through Winnipeg and Nashville. You know, unless you get unless you do get to end up getting first place. You know, you're probably going through Winnipeg and Nashville. I'm not Nashville. scared That's of Nashville brutal. as much as other people are. I think the Blues could I think the Blues could beat both teams. I think they're tight games. I think they can too, but they'll be beat up games. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, that, it's tough. It's going to be tough for any one of those uh, three teams to survive because it's they're, they're going to beat the crap out of each yeah, other. That's the thing about the West, why why we kind of like the East. The East plays a more free-flowing style, like the Penguin style or Washington. Like, they're physical, but in the West, it's more like a shoot em up grind. It's a grind, bang, bang, bang. It's going to be uglier. Like I think teams are going to get way more beat down in the West. And the games are tighter, too. Lots of long overtime games and stuff, right, George? 1-1 one, one overtime games at the 3 o'clock in the morning. Like I could see the West... The these guys absolutely killing each other. And the East teams are uh, going, thank God we don't play like that. <laughs> well, you, you think about Tampa Bay is that freewheeling team. They don't yep. play a physical game. Washington can play a physical game, but it's not, it's not their bread and butter. Toronto doesn't play physical at all. Oh, I know. You know Boston, Boston, once again, they can, but they, they'd probably rather not. They have more talent. And the West, though, they, they're going to beat the crap out of each other. That's why That's why the East is going to have a big advantage of Stanley yeah. Cup, which whoever makes it there should have an e- uh, I don't want to say an easier time, but not be as beat up as these West, Western Conference teams. And you saw what happened with Washington last year. They got Vegas after wars with like Winnipeg and stuff like that. That's why I bet on Washington in the final Stanley Cup final. Good points, George. We'll break down the rest of the board. More sports action this afternoon. Very, very busy day. I'm Cam Stewart. He's George Kurtz, and this is the Weekend Fantasy Update, everybody. I'm